Hello and welcome to Ararat Baptist Church's midweek service. Even though we can't meet together at the moment, we can still join together in worship, prayer and around God's Word. So we do hope you'll enjoy this short time of worship as we bring our praises to the King of Heaven. This week's service is led by Mansell Jones. May I add my words of welcome to uh, this week's Ararat Midweek podcast. The psalmist says this, Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues throughout all generations. Many of us have been through difficult times of late and so our first hymn gives us reassurance that we don't face those storms alone. In Christ alone my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. In Christ alone my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground Firm through the fiercest drought and storm What heights of love, what depths of peace When fears are still, when striving cease My comforter, my all and all Here in the love of Christ I stand Christ alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God in helpless babe. This gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones He came to save. Till on the cross, as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied. Every sin on him was laid Here in the death of Christ I live Yeah. 
comes from Mark's Gospel, chapter 4, verses 1 to 20. These verses are entitled, The Parable of the Sower, and they're verses that I'm quite sure you're very familiar with. Again Jesus began to teach by the lake. The crowd that gathered around him was so large that he got into a boat and sat in it out on the lake, while all the people were along the shore at the water's edge. He taught them many things by parables, and in his teaching said, Listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns which grew up and choked the plants, so that they did not bear grain. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up, grew, and produced a crop, some multiplying thirty, some sixty, some a hundred times. Then Jesus said, Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. When he was alone, the twelve and the others around him asked him about the parables. He told them the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to those on the outside everything is said in parables, so that they may be ever seeing but never perceiving, and ever hearing but never understanding, otherwise they might turn and be forgiven. Then Jesus said to them, Don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others, like seed sown on rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. 
when trouble or persecution comes because of the word they quickly fall away still others like seeds sown among thorns hear the word but the worries of this life the deceitfulness of wealth and the desires for other things come in and choke the word making it unfruitful others like seed sown on good soil hear the word accept it and produce a crop some 30 some 60 some a hundred times what was sown. may God bless to us that reading of his holy word let us turn to God in prayer God of compassion we think of your son Jesus as the great physician who healed the sick and gave sight to the blind as the coronavirus begins to ease its grip upon us and as life begins to get back to normal we ask you to give us your guidance Lord both as individuals and uh, as your church guide us and grant us vision for the future as we move out of lockdown we continue to pray for those who are still suffering from the virus and those still concerned for their loved ones for those who are still very anxious for those still vulnerable to the pandemic because of underlying health conditions for those in the most at-risk categories we pray for those watching their entire income stream dry up for those who have no choice but to go out to work for those still in isolation for those who are lonelier than they've ever been and for those bereaved and grieving father god we pray be their healer be their comfort and protection be their strength shield and provision be their security safety and close companion Lord our God your servant Paul comforts us with the words for I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord God of heaven and earth in these times of isolation apart from loved ones distant from friends away from neighbors thank you that there is nothing in all of creation not even coronavirus that is able to separate us from your love and may your love that never fails continue to be shared through the kindness of strangers looking out for each other for neighbors near and far all recognizing our shared vulnerability each of us grateful for every breath and willing everyone to know your gift your gift of a full and healthy life keep us all in your care we pray amen and may we say together the lord's prayer our father who art in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Boris Johnson has uh, spoken of this, this summer, these months we're living through just now, as the summer of catch-up. Specifically, the Prime Minister was talking about the need for school children to catch up with their studies, with their schoolwork after being away from school for weeks on end during the COVID-19 lockdown. But really, there are many ways in which all of us will have to do some catching up as the restrictions of the lockdown are gradually eased. Many of us have close family members whom we haven't seen for months on end. We may have seen them on FaceTime or WhatsApp or Zoom, but that doesn't begin to compare to being in their company. So we'll have a lot of catching up to do with family and friends when the restrictions are relaxed, and that will surely be a joyous time, a time for celebration. But let us not forget that for many it won't be a case of catching up with loved ones but a matter of letting go, as the past few months have seen so many dying, dying alone with no chance for even their closest family uh, to be at their side. I've mentioned the fact that school children will have a lot of uh, catching up to do, catching up with their studies and their school friends. That's also true of those in college or university. They too have had their studies interrupted by the pandemic. Going back to work will be a time for many to catch up too. At least for those fortunate enough still to have a job, despite the damaging effects of COVID-19 on the economy. Most if not all of us will want to catch up with our particular interests when the lockdown is all over. We'll want to catch up with life as we once knew and enjoyed it. Personally, I can't wait to catch up with my barber. My hair is getting to be so long I could easily be mistaken for an Old Testament prophet. The church will also have to do some catching up when the strict restrictions upon it have ceased. Many churches, like here in Ararat, have done a tremendous job in keeping people together by means of online services, digital prayer meetings and so on. But when we get together again physically, there'll still be a lot of catching up to do. We had a reading, the parable of the sower, just now from Mark's Gospel, and I have some sympathy with the farmer we met in those verses. I've recently been sowing grass seeds to create a new lawn at the back of our house. Some of the seeds have grown well, but there are many bare patches where pigeons have eaten all the seeds I put down. Verse 4 therefore resonates with me. As the farmer was scattering the seeds, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. 
Our reading highlights the fact that Jesus' disciples, very much like us with our normal lives currently at a standstill, also had a great deal of catching up to do. There was so much the disciples didn't understand. They couldn't understand even the simplest yet most profound of parables, the parable of the sower. Jesus says to them, don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? It may surprise us to find that the disciples could not understand the parable of the sower. The parable may be a simple one when the explanation is known, but it puzzled the disciples enough for them to seize the earliest opportunity to ask Jesus what it meant. The disciples were in a, a very privileged position. God had revealed to them the mystery of his kingdom, still hidden from others. They alone could talk with Jesus face to face and ask for explanations of those things that puzzled them. And yet, they couldn't understand this simple parable, a story meant principally for those who didn't share their privileged position. The Gospels are riddled with examples of the disciples' lack of understanding. In Mark 8, shortly after Jesus miraculously fed thousands of people with just a few loaves and a few small fish, he warned his disciples, watch out for the east of the Pharisees and that of Herod. The disciples concluded that Jesus was warning them against buying bread from a Pharisee or a Herodian, whereas he was warning them about such people's teachings and doctrines. At this, Jesus became exasperated, saying to his disciples, Do you still not see or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes but fail to see, and ears but fail to hear? Yes, the disciples had a lot of catching up to do. And what about us? What will catching up really look like for us as individuals and as a church once the COVID-19 lockdown is over? The disciples were always questioning Jesus. There are questions we too will have to ask once the COVID-19 restrictions are lifted. On a personal level, we will surely ask ourselves how the lockdown experience has affected our relationship with the Lord. What has God been trying to say to us during the lockdown? And have we been listening? If so, have we understood his message? As a church, we may well find ourselves asking, what have we missed the most by not being able to meet together? Are there things we've been glad to stop doing? Are there new things we've been doing in lockdown that should be continued? Are there things we've always done that should now be done away with? Are there new things that God is calling us to do? How can we share the gospel with people in this new post-pandemic era? People are now much more familiar with services online. How can we make best use of this new way of meeting in different areas of our church life? Many questions, all of which need a great deal of thought, and most of all, a great deal of prayer. The Anglican Bishop of London, the Right Reverend and Right Honourable Dame Sarah Mullally, 
has said that the Church of England would have to set up an inquiry into why thousands more people joined in virtual services on Zoom, etc., than actually go to church. The answer may be quite simple. Many people today don't want to become committed to anything. It doesn't mean they're not searching. It doesn't mean they're not looking for answers to heartfelt questions about the meaning of life. So, there's an opportunity. Let's not let go of these new seekers. Rather, let's catch up with them again post-COVID-19 by whatever means that's required. And let's do so with a renewed fire for sharing the good news of Jesus and his love. Amen. Our second hymn is There is a Redeemer, Jesus God's own Son, Precious Lamb of God, Messiah, Holy One. Spirit 
And now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you enjoyed it. Join us next time for the midweek service from Ararat Baptist Church.